Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. faces a choice this is battleground america here's tara servatius what if almost everything you're seeing on tv right now was a lie what if the biden administration is actually secretly on the side of putin not the ukrainians can you imagine what it would have been like this weekend if the biden administration went on television And pledged their support, their backing for the ongoing violence and invasion of Ukraine. Can you imagine what it would have been like if the Biden administration went on television and promised, pledged to continue providing the funds to make that happen? To assure the Russians those funds wouldn't be cut off. That'd be nuts, right? Well, it happened. That's been the theme of this podcast for a week now. The Democrats and particularly the Biden administration, actually want this invasion of Ukraine. They not only want it to go on for a long time, they want it to expand, to get worse. If Putin were to take a NATO country, that'd be even better. Oh, they don't give a damn about the people in these countries. It's all about them. If you watch what they've done, instead of listening to what they've said, you can see they green-lighted this invasion over and over and over. But this weekend provided what was perhaps the most jaw-dropping example so far. And everybody missed it. Democrat after Democrat, Biden official after Biden official, starting Thursday, took to the television to do something astonishing. They went on TV to assure Vladimir Putin, who got the message loud and clear, that the funding would not stop for the Ukraine invasion and... That we would not do the one thing it would take to really stop the violence. Now you're thinking, wow, Tara, if that happened, people would have noticed. Well, not if they don't know how to read what official after official from the Democrat Party was saying. And it was astonishing. Essentially, what they made sure to tell him, and it was the sheer number and the repeat style of this, that makes me certain they wanted him to know. Two specific things. One, that he would be permitted by the U.S. government, along with OPEC, to go right on setting oil prices, ensuring that a barrel of oil costs more than double what it did when Trump left office. That was the first part of the message. You, Vladimir Putin, will get to continue setting oil prices on the world stage. The second part of the message was that we, 
intend to continue buying your product. So no worries, you won't run out of money to continue as long as you need to with your invasion of Ukraine. Once you understand that Democrats really want, no, desperately need this invasion, need it to be ongoing, would really prefer he rolled right into a NATO-controlled country after this one than everything they do and have done from the beginning begins to make sense. But unfortunately, thanks to the feckless U.S. media, Americans lack a couple key pieces of information that would better make them, allow them to see that all weekend long, the Biden administration greenlighted this invasion as far as Putin is concerned. As former Trump deputy foreign policy advisor KT McFarland brilliantly explained last week, if oil were still at $40 a barrel like it was under Trump, none of this would be happening because quite frankly, The Russians couldn't afford it. For Russia to continue along this path, it must stay high. That $100 a barrel oil. That is what the Biden officials went out and deliberately conveyed to Putin this weekend, that they are committed to keeping it there. Did they say that specifically? No, but they didn't have to. I'll explain. Stick with me. Our side just can't get this story straight. For whatever bizarre reason, they keep focusing on the Keystone Pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline would have provided about 200,000 additional barrels. That's not a lot. It's kind of like a drop in the ocean. The big deal about Biden shutting down Keystone was that it was a shot over the bow at energy production in America. What Keystone did was bring Canadian oil down to American refineries. That oil was then refined and sold on the world market. Or that would have happened had Biden not shut it down. But Keystone doesn't have a lot to do with what's going on right now. What everybody's missing is what does. First, let me explain. Who determines world oil prices is largely based on one number. One to two million. That's the cushion at the top of the world oil market. When the United States of America produces 13 million barrels a day and sells them on the world market, guess who sets oil prices? Not OPEC and Putin. No, it's us. Most specifically, Texas. So when America hit 13 million barrels of production a day for export, we became not just the world's largest energy exporter. We still are. We export about 11 million a day uh, barrels. Putin exports uh, 10 million. But when we were at 13, people were saying, and you may remember this, we broke the back of OPEC. What does that mean? Well, they're useless. They got no more power. They can't set prices. But when America's production goes down around 11 million barrels a day, which is where Biden drove it, then guess who's back in the driver's seat? Yep, it's Putin and OPEC. They get to set the prices. How, and this is the important part, how did Biden do it? How did the Biden administration lower our oil exports by around 2 million barrels a day taking us out of the driver's seat and putting Russia and OPEC in it as far as setting prices go. Simple. And this is the part people just don't understand. We can't change it till they understand it. About a quarter of U.S. oil is produced on federal lands. About a quarter of U.S. oil is produced on federal lands, including a lot of the oil we export. Biden has virtually locked down all production on federal lands by blocking new leases, the renewal of current leases, and some active leases. 
Now, here's the part that gives me chills. It can't be an accident. Exactly how much oil for export by America did that take off the world market? Uh, Between one and two million barrels a day. The cushion. Exactly the amount America needs to be in the driver's seat setting world oil prices. And how do we set world oil prices? Because when you add our oil in, it's enough to drive the price down. Especially when we're running full spigot, which we are most of the time because of competition. Think about that. The Biden regulations, I swear this is not an accident, took just enough American oil off the international oil market to put Putin and OPEC back in the driver's seat. We've seen the disastrous consequences. A barrel of oil almost doubled. Putin has the money now for that Ukraine invasion he's wanted to do for many years. And he can set the price at which he reaps the profits to do it. It's unbelievable. I think the Democrats did this on purpose. They don't want America in the driver's seat. Now that you understand the background here, the way that Putin does, how would it sound to you if you were Putin and Democrat after Democrat, Democrat leader after Democrat leader, went on national television to repeat over and over two things? One, we will not ramp up oil production. And two, we will spit, we will stick with the Biden climate change policies. What does that mean to Putin? They're telegraphing to him that we are not going to ramp up oil production and we are not going to go back to the Trump policies, which, folks, people on our side just can't get this straight. All we need to do to really put a crimp in Putin's style, I think it could get him out of Ukraine. I really do. It's just simply go back to the Trump era federal land regulations where these leases are allowed to operate. We would very quickly go right back up to 13 million barrels a day, reassume price control from OPEC. The price would drop like a rock and Putin would be over a barrel. His own people might depose him because of what that would do on top of the cost of the invasion to the Russian economy. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If they really wanted to dropkick the guy... They'd threaten him that if he didn't pull himself together on Ukraine, we would completely divest ourselves of Russian oil, which we are importing, by the way, at the highest level we ever have. We, ha- we are using more Russian oil than ever before. We could end that any time. We could pledge to go off all Russian oil by 2030 if Putin doesn't knock it off. But they don't want to do any of those things. Nope. In fact, their sanctions don't involve energy at all. 
And the only person who seemed to notice was Fox Business News, Maria Bartiromo who was gobsmacked by it. It is all about energy, and Cheryl just noted that so far energy has been exempt from these sanctions. Energy prices this morning are up, as you would expect, as you just heard, but there are expectations now that we could see this continue and push oil up to $150 a barrel in the coming months. The only move for the United States at this point to protect itself is to become energy independent once again. As you know, on day one of Joe Biden's presidency, he canceled the XL pipeline. He canceled all drilling on federal lands. These are two items that must be reversed, say analysts and lawmakers, if in fact you want to protect the United States from what's going on. That's right. All these sad-faced Democrat and uniparty people on the television are full of crap. We could save the Ukrainians they pretend to care about right now by simply returning to Trump-era policies. Some of them are acting like we got to do all this elaborate new drilling that'll take years. No, just go back to Trump-era and the 13 million barrels a day, and it's a home run. Putin's invasion won't last another month at those prices. Instead, they go on television and scream about a Ukrainian genocide that they need only lift a finger to stop. It's disgusting. Never mind what it's doing to the poor American working class trying to pay for gas at the pumps. God, these people are evil. Now that you understand the background, you can understand the full horror of the way the Democrats egged Putin on in Ukraine this weekend. Yes, they egged him on. Here's just a sample of the headlines. Saki, that's Biden's spokesperson. Saki call, says calls to enhance U.S. oil production are a misdiagnosis. So the Democrats went out there with two messages. They would not ramp up production and they wouldn't give up their climate change policies. Now do you hear what Putin would hear? Oh, cool. So I get to continue along with OPEC setting world oil prices. So I, I, I know I have control enough to know I've got the funds enough to continue here, and the U.S. will still buy my record amount of oil, with which to continue my siege against Ukraine. Here's an example of that this weekend. It was jaw-dropping. The first one comes to us from Democrat Senator Chris Van Hollen, who actually went on national television. This is astonishing when you understand the implications of it, and said Russia has an important share of the market. I just unbelievable when asked, hey, are the Democrats going to change their climate change stuff? He's like, no. You know why they say this stuff, folks? They're talking to Putin. They're telling him we're not going to cut you off at the knees. Keep going. We also need to do what President Biden uh, wants to do, which is over time reduce our reliance uh, on on oil and gas, uh, because obviously it's a world market. Uh, Russia has uh, an important share of that. This was in response to a question about whether Democrats intended to change their climate and energy policies in light of Ukraine. It was on Neil Cavuto. To make sure Putin good and understood, after both Saki and the senator outlined it for him, they sent out Adam Schiff, who was also asked, hey, Democrats, you regret your you know, energy policies here filling up Putin's coffers? you going to change them at all? I don't think the response to Putin making war... Uh, on Ukraine ought to be the dismantling of our uh, protections against climate change. Billionaire John Katsimaitis, who made his money in oil and grocery store chains, 
damn near lost his mind hearing all this this weekend. Why is he so worked up? Again, he knows all we have to do is return to the Trump era policies on our federal lands and we can bust the price of a barrel of oil back down. We could probably cut it in half. Instead, this is what he says we're doing. We are still buying crude oil from Putin. We are wiring him money every day from the United States in payment for crude oil going into Boston Harbor. I mean, it is the, you know, we are being lied to. We are being conned. Why the con? Well, if Americans were to figure out how actually easy it would be to lower these oil and thus gas prices at the pump, how easy it would be to end what the news today is beginning to call the genocide in Ukraine, or at a minimum, to cripple Putin economically going forward. If the American people understood that, there'd probably be a siege on Washington and the White House. If Americans pinning Ukraine flag colors to their social media profiles understood that Washington could lift a finger and really put the hurt on Putin, but they refused to, they'd flip out. All we have to do is return to the Trump era policies and the 13 million. That would also, by the way, take a nice bite out of inflation and put it back in Americans' budgets. And that, that is why the Democrats support this. It's not that they like Putin or dislike Putin. They're just using him again, like they did when they lied about him allegedly interfering in our election. He didn't. They're using him as cover for the climate change policies they've always wanted since Barack Obama told us that energy prices must necessarily skyrocket. He's just cover so they don't get the blame. It was so bad over the weekend that Democrats on social media were actually saying it was unpatriotic to talk about inflation, given the suffering of the Ukraine people. Never mind that that suffering was caused by the same people who caused the price hike at the gas pump. That'd be the Biden administration. If you enjoyed this podcast, and thanks for listening today, please share with like-minded family and friends. And subscribe by downloading the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and hit the subscribe button. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.